you. Um, so what should we do? You guys want to do more meditation now, or do you want to learn a little bit about it? Oh. We have to do one or the other right now. To learn a bit, you say? Yeah. Yeah, I would like to learn. Okay, all right. Okay. So, uh, let's see. You know, meditation, everyone's always doing it. We're always meditating. Everyone's always thinking about stuff. Meditating means to think about things, right? To, to put your mind on something. So everyone's always doing it already. Now, the reason why we give meditation classes uh, when people are already, already already all meditating is that we're trying to uh, we are uh, trying to maybe the word is convince you that the stuff that you're meditating on isn't quite enough. That there is uh, something you can meditate on which will give you your heart real joy and real happiness. You ever notice how people are they're always meditating but nobody's uh, joyful. It's very rare to find a joyful person. We get we have, everyone has, they're always so focused on uh, their aspirations and their dreams and their goals and they're very uh, serious about them. Why? Why are they so serious about their goals? You see a businessman, he's very serious about making money, right? The guitarist, or the, the musician is very, very serious about his music. Right? And the artist is very serious about her art. Why are they so serious about it? Because they think, if I attain a certain thing, if I attain something here, then I'm going to be happy. This is, what they, this is what they're trying to do. No matter what, everybody has their own thing that they're into. Maybe it's uh, trying to find a husband or trying to find a wife. You know, people think, oh, if I have a husband or if I have a wife, then I'll be happy. So they meditate on that. The wife meditates on, the girl meditates on the boy, and the boy meditates on the girl. And they think, oh, if, if I get that girl, if I get that boy, I'll be happy. Uh, so today I watched a, a, a clip on the internet, and it was about, um, there was... The guy was going around interviewing different rock stars or musicians, and the subject was, well, no, actually, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't a guy interviewing. It was just different clips of rock stars uh, or pop stars talking about how they have attained this and they don't have any happiness from it. If anybody, I'm going to put it on my, I'm going to put a link to it on my, you know, my um, Yoga Philosophy Club Facebook. If you guys want to see it, I'll, I'll find it again and put a link to it. But they, they there was clips from like um, Eric Clapton and the Beatles and um, Lady Gaga and these different stars that have, you know, made it to the top, right? And they all talk, they all talk, they all say the same thing. They all say that 
you know, we thought we were going to get, we are going to be really happy when we became rich and famous. Uh, but it didn't do anything for us. Nothing. It appeared to be a valuable goal. It appeared to be something that I should work towards. And then if I get that, if I achieve it, then I'll be happy. But it's amazing the lack of happiness that they achieve from getting what everybody thinks will make them happy. You know? Eric Clapton was saying, um, uh, you know, paraphrasing, but he said, well, I had beautiful house, beautiful women, um, a bright future. Uh, everything looked perfect. But day by day, I felt like committing suicide every single day. It didn't do anything for me. So, uh, and then unfortunately, towards the, at the end of the clip, they did not have any solution, any real solution. But the, uh, the yogis, they have a real solution. And uh, the solution is, well, it's very, it's not very easy to explain uh, very quickly. But it has to do with understanding, firstly, who I am. I'm not the physical body. This body, this, this suit of clothes, is just, I mean, this body is a suit of clothes. It's not who I am. It's just something I'm wearing. And uh, therefore, any pleasure I give to the body, any name and fame I give to the body, it doesn't quite do it for the, the soul, the person inside the body. The soul inside the body is you. It's not like we're, you know, uh, it's not that we are the body and we possess another thing called the soul. We are actually the soul within the body. And uh, so, to a lot of people that's kind of a really vague term because when people hear the word soul, they, they think of like, you know, all kinds of things. They, they don't understand, like, what is that, you know? Um, most people think of the soul as like, uh, the, maybe the, ener the energy source that makes the body powered, which kind of it is, but that's not all it is, you know? Uh, there was like, you know, have you guys ever seen like the Energizer Bunny commercial? In, when I was a kid, there was a, um, a, a commercial for Energizer batteries. And, uh, you know, they had two bunnies, bunny rabbits, like uh, fake, like toy bunny rabbits, right? Playing drums. It was like a toy rabbit playing a drum, right? And so they put an Energizer battery in one and like a, maybe a Duracell battery in the other. And then you'll see that the, the Energizer one, you know, outlasts the other one, right? So that's the, the battery they get, right? So, so they, people see the soul as like the, the impersonal thing that makes the body a thing, makes the body a working person, right? As if the soul is, as if you are some kind of machine, right? And then you just need this other part to make it work. Like when you have the Energizer Bunny uh, without the uh, energy battery, uh, it's just a useless thing, right? Who wants to play with a, a toy with no battery, right? It's just it's useless, right? And also if you have the battery by itself, it's also useless, right? What are you going to do with the battery? 
You need the two together and then you have something, right? So people think of that like I am, if I say I'm the soul, they kind of, an idea some people have is that I am this, just, you know, that's, that's the, the other part of me that makes the whole thing work. But actually that's not the case. You are the, um, you are the battery. You are the soul, but the battery isn't impersonal. You, the soul, are not impersonal. You're a person. You guys know your people, right? Your persons. We all have our personalities. You know, I'm like, a, I'm a smart ass, and you know, you might be a, you know, I don't know, something else, funny guy. You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know you, and I, I see your body, but I don't know your personality, right? Because we haven't really talked that much, right? So, uh, um, but everybody has their own unique personality, right? Regardless of the body. The body is not, is not the person, right? The body, like, as soon as you leave the body, it's just, as soon as the person leaves the body, as soon as you leave the body, the body has no personality. You guys ever notice that? Have you guys ever seen a, a, a body with no person in it? It's called a dead body. Have you ever, like, tried to have a conversation? Tell, you know, you know, take the body out to the movies or something? You, 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 you don't do it. Because there's nobody there. It's just a shell. There's no, there's no person. Has anybody ever seen a, a, a dead human body? Yeah. Don't you, don't, can't you see it's just a shell? The, the person's gone, right? The person's gone. Uh, so we are that person, that conscious, alive spark within the body. But the body is not who we are. You see? We identify ourselves as the body. You know, when we, when we go to uh, fill out a form, they ask us about ourselves, right? And you put down uh, male, Caucasian, uh, six feet high, uh, American, like that, right? You, we, we, we all have our own different things. And what's that referring to is the body, right? But we don't know who we are. We know who the body is, sort of, but we don't know who we are, right? So yoga is about understanding who this person is inside the body. That's the first thing. Understanding who that is, right? Up until now, we've all been identifying ourselves as our body. We think, I'm a man, I'm a woman. And in order to be happy, I need these man things and woman things. Uh, but actually, um, we see from the example of the, the rock stars and the famous people, that these materialistic goals don't do it. It's not enough. The soul needs much more than a nice house and a nice car, a pretty girlfriend. We need much more than that. But what? Where is that to be found? Where is that thing that we need? What is it? This is what nobody knows. Nobody knows where to look for happiness. You can have a family that loves you, the nicest car in the world, the nicest house in the world, in the nicest area of the world, uh, be the most famous person in the world, and still be suicidal every single day. You need much, it's like, it's like you have a, a, a grand canyon of need, and you're trying to fill it with a little bit of water, you see? All these houses and cars and stuff, it's like a little bit of water, it's not enough. So, uh, this, the, the process of yoga is to come to uh, 
first there must be education, understanding. I'm not the body, I'm the soul, I'm the spirit soul within the body. Uh, and then when you understand this, then you can understand you have different... Then when you really understand that, when you really come to the, the understanding that I am the spirit soul in the body, then my whole view on where to look for happiness changes. I no longer identify myself as the body. Now I have a, a different um, approach to life. Okay? So actually, a lot of people, actually the process of yoga is very serious. And it's also very joyful and very nice and very wonderful, but it's also very serious. It's, uh, most people, they don't want to, they want to keep living in the illusion that I am the body and these goals that I have uh, made up for myself, they will, they will make me happy. And they don't want to, they got the blinders on and they don't want to not see it. You know, they want to just live in an illusion. Like one day I was telling somebody, um, he was telling me, he said, you know, it's really interesting how, um, you know, uh, the, the beauty of a, a woman fades very quickly. And I said, yeah, you know, if you actually think about it, um, he wasn't really saying it from a deep philosophical angle. He was saying it from like, he was disappointed that his girlfriend didn't look as she did before, you know, but um, uh, anyway, so I was like, you know, when you, when you actually consider, you know, you're, you're looking at a female form and you're thinking she's beautiful, right? But when you actually like, like what if you were to take off one layer of skin, just one little tiny millimeter layer of skin? Uh, is she still beautiful? Can you imagine a woman with no skin? It'd be an absolute horror show, right? Blood, guts, pus, bones. This is what we, this is what's actually there. You see? The layer of skin, that's not really there. It's there, but if you like zoom down, you know, have you guys ever seen like skin like zoomed in with a microscope? How beautiful it looks? No. And you got these little bugs crawling around on it with, that look like, you know, monsters. You guys ever seen that before? That's what you're looking at when you're thinking that this sea is beautiful. You're looking at that. And so I, I was going on and on about this, you know, and, and, and he says, stop, 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 stop. I want to be able to jack off tonight. You're ruining it for me. You're, you're ruining my illusion here. So most people, in order to try to enjoy this world, they want to remain in illusion. They want to not see things as they actually are. So this is why most people come to the class here and they start fidgeting. Because they don't want to know they don't want to actually see things in a real way. They want, to see, they want to remain in a type of illusion to try to enjoy this world. So the process of yoga is for those people who want a real solution to their unhappiness. If you want to keep uh, 
trying for these goals that will never make you happy, and you want to just keep believing that they're going to make you happy, that you're going to be able to attain something in life uh, by following uh, your desires, uh, then you know this is your freedom. Uh, but the um, uh, if you want a real solution to the problem of unhappiness, then you must understand uh, this that you are the soul within the body and the soul within the body the eternal living being that has nothing to do with the body that is wearing the body simply as a suit of clothes uh, needs certain things to be happy so the process of yoga is to attain those things actually it's that thing there's only one thing really so the goal of yoga is not suffering the goal of yoga is happiness, not even peacefulness. Peacefulness is a side product, a, by, uh, a side benefit of, of real practice of yoga. Uh, it brings about uh, true happiness and uh, joy to the soul. And so this is learned from a long uh, line of realized spiritual masters, gurus. And they pass this knowledge down. And so, we need to seek out, find such a person, and take guidance from them. Otherwise, we take guidance from the companies that are just trying to sell us stuff. You know, it's amazing how, um, you know, if you actually consider, like, the things I think are cool, did you really decide that they were cool, or was it decided for you by some uh, television ads or some culture you know if you travel around the world you notice if you go to different countries everybody's like they're all they all kind of think alike like Australians they have a culture right a culture is a way of thinking a lot of, a lot of culture is a way of thinking you know a way of acting why are they all the same? Did they just, all the people that thought like that just happen to plop in the same area? No. It's because their surroundings, they're taught to think a certain way, to think certain things are cool, to think, think certain things are not cool. Right? So this is, we all, we're already taking guidance from so many forces, so many influences. So we need to question seriously, uh, are those forces that are forcing me to think in a certain way, to act in a certain way, are they correct? If I attain the things that my culture <coughs> dictates that I should do, that I follow blindly, will I be happy if I attain those things? So, uh, anyway, I'm not going to go into depth about that today. But, uh, the, um, this process of yoga that I'm teaching is called Bhakti Yoga. And uh, it's centered around the hearing and chanting of mantras. And mantras are the uh, different, actually different names of God. So, um, the, what this, the subject of God is a very, another very big one that I'm not going to get into right now. But um, this idea, this cartoon idea that he's some kind of old white man with... Uh, with a white beard in the sky with robes on. This is uh, 
very unfortunate idea and it's not founded on any realization of any yogis, that's for sure. Um, but uh, these, these mantras are different names of God. And by, by regularly hearing and chanting, uh, meditating on these names of God, then you actually start to remember your eternal relationship with God. And then what happens from that is that the heart, you, the living being inside the body, experience, oh, this is what I've been looking for my whole life. This is the, this connection, this, this um, heart-to-heart relationship with the, with the Supreme Soul. That's, this is where real happiness is. So the process of yoga, the process of mantra meditation, is uh, there to help us come to this condition. Uh, so, if you like, we can, uh, we can just do a little bit more uh, kirtan meditation. Is that okay? Yeah. Mm. Marcos, We're going to do the mantra Radha Govinda Radha Gopal. Okay? It's on the very bottom, on the back. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you.